Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for episode 11 of Future Show, the twice-weekly talk show about the future with Jonathan Myers, that's me, and my guests. Today's guest is again my friend and artist animator, Tom Dislongchamp, and we are going to talk about trail cams, sensory deprivation tanks for high-performance vision quests, paid solitude versus paid personal bombardment, maybe that's too wordy, social workouts, and Toastmasters. Clink. I've been following this uh, these tra- this trail cam account that just posts like animal um, photos from trail cams. So it's just so really interesting, like because they're always like they're usually at night, and it's like a flash shot oh, of yeah. an animal that walked by a trail cam. Right. So it's usually like, like wide eyes, like um, reflected eyes. Yeah. And it's just like these really candid little, just like views of these wild animals that are yeah. just out in the forest somewhere that what's and it called the tra- well they're called trail cans but um let me see the account it, it's uh what yeah it's trail cams on dot tumblr.com so um so just that sounds trail cams yeah they post like they take photos from other lots of places and put them together so you see a bunch of weird animals and um it's just it's just really curious to me, you know, because knowing that they're like these candid happen like um sort of uh, happenstance shots, you know, like so is it um, like uh like there's motion a motion detector or something, and then it just yeah. oh I sense motion take a picture oh okay mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I I don't really know exactly how it works, but um I I drew um. I drew a picture from one Ooh, a little while ago. I'm getting a sneak peek. You might have seen it. Oh, we're um, recording. I'm recording. We're recording. Oh, we're, this yeah. is uh This is great. So, I don't know if Ooh. You remember oh, yes. I don't know if you've yeah, seen yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah. It's like a coyote. Yeah. Um that was from a trail cam uh photo. Um and uh and I I don't know, sort of have a connection with coyotes and wolves those animals kind of capture my heart a little bit i guess mm-hmm. what uh <laughs> what about coyotes capture your heart uh well just like um wolves and uh uh coyotes like the, their psychology and their um the, they're very social and like travel in packs and i mean a lot of animals do but uh mm-hmm. i think they're just kind of an interesting and they're like kind of skinny and uh, nimble, and but they they avoid, uh, um, you know. I don't know. I, I I'm realizing that most of everything that I'm saying about them is something that's true for all wild animals. So, <laughs> um, so I, I don't really know if I'm not an expert, but um, uh, um, yeah. There, there's another reason I don't know if I want to go into it because it's like a whole can of worms, but, um, uh, it was this funny experience I had once that involved a wolf, but, um, I, we can open up that can of worms. It's, it's really strange. Um, I guess I can tell in like a really condensed form. Um, my friend Tim got me a, 
uh, sensory deprivation tank gift card. What? Um, so this is like a float, uh, floating one, like, um, kind of a trendy thing, uh, uh, that's been around for the last few years. Wait, quick question. Did you love it? Did I love it? Yeah. No. Um, but not because it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, I don't think I'm built for it. Um, I have really terrible posture, like so bad that, um, it's hard for me to even lay on my back. <laughs> like my, my back, oh. I'm so, I'm so hunched over that, um, cause you, when you're I was floating in water, right? Yeah. Oh, and okay. you're supposed to just relax your body. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I would lay, I would be floating and that was no problem. But when I would relax, my body would pull into itself and I went and I would just get the feeling that I want to roll over on my side, but you can't, <laughs> you can't do that when you're floating in water. So, um, so it was just kind of this, uh, I was floating, trying to relax and it's pitch black and quiet, which is cool. Like I really liked that. And it was really, you kind of psychologically fight it for a long time before you sort of relax enough to <laughs> embrace it. And then, um, but I was just wrestling with the fact that my, uh, my posture was, it was like painful to me to try to like, Oh, to maintain the posture. Yeah. And so, um, I don't think I'm built for it. Um, I think if you have generally decent posture, you can float and totally feel like you're just relaxed and stuff. But, um, but anyways, there was a point about, there was probably like 10 minutes left. I was in there for an hour. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a long Whoa. time. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I, you know, you start to reach a, a point where you're in a slightly more meditative state where you're just kind of thoughts are sort of flowing a little bit more and you're not like, you stop thinking about the fact that you're floating in a tank, you know, right. and you start to, you start to just have thoughts and, um, and you can't tell if your eyes are open or closed you you can't tell well after a point because oh, you're just oh, oh. cuz you're just sitting there and it's pitch black and you start to really even forget where your limbs are and that's kind of the interesting thing about it Whoa. is that you you become like you're just existing and you, you almost feel like you're in outer space yeah like you you could just be floating in some milk some random place in space but not be dead, you know? Right. And, um, (laughs) uh, and what happened was, uh, there was a moment where all of a sudden I, uh, saw a wolf's face appear. Whoa. And, but it appeared for a split second. And then like, it was like someone turned on like a flash and, but it's died down a little bit. And all that remained was the glimmer in the wolf's eyes. Whoa. And, uh, and I got kind of spooked by it for a second. And I was like, who or what was that? That was my thought. And then like this voice was like, it's you. And I'm like, what? You know, cause I had these negative connotations Whoa, with You with have wolves. like, you, you went on a vision quest in <laughs> under, in like an hour 
That's that's like a yeah. high performance vision questing. Yeah, there. it's interesting because you know, like no drugs were uh, <laughs> present. You know, like I'm just sitting in water in a thing, and my mind all of a sudden starts seeing stuff. And I mean, that's what happens when you deprive yourself of stimuli. Your brain starts to kind of you might start to hear things, right. you might start to see things. Filling that's in the normal. Gaps. That's more for uh, that's normal for a brain to do. But anyways, uh, I had this kind of like weird scrambling in my mind of like trying to explain what and why I saw that. And then it kind of went down this rabbit trail of contemplating masculinity. Whoa. And, um, and thinking about myself as a man and trying to think of what that means. Cause I'm not like a manly man. I'm not like a macho guy. I'm kind of a, you know, gentle sort of timid kind of guy. And I'm not, I've never been quite, comfortable with my masculinity. Mm. Um, and, and my dad is kind of more of a, a man's man, you yeah. know? And, um, so I, I was thinking about what does it mean if I'm a wolf, you know, cause that sounds like a f- scary animal, you know, yeah. like wolves are scary. But I thought I started thinking about like, just, you know, not like little red riding hood, hood wolf, you know, that's mm-hmm. like a, more of a, a connotation, cultural connotation. Um, but I mean, we have all sorts of cultural connotations like with bears or, um, there's just all sorts of things. And I thought of my Mm -hmm. dad as a bear and I'm like, Oh, you know, because he, he works really hard and he's kind of, he can be tough with people, Mm -hmm. but he likes to sleep (laughs) and watch TV and stuff, you know? And, um, I mean, I don't know if he likes to sleep. He just works so hard that he gets tired and falls asleep on the TV. And for some reason, I just really identified with the idea of being a wolf where wolves aren't really like, they don't pursue, they're not really aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be if they're like hungry and cornered or something like that, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it stands up to, to, uh, being a real truth in my life or something like that, but it was something that mm-hmm. got the gears turning in my mind and made me well i guess the big idea about that was that i was afraid to accept that i could be considered something like that and oh. because you know what i mean like mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. there's this kind of like d uh, or avoidance you know yeah of of that possibility of me being something sort of masculine you know and i i was like kind of asking myself, well, why, why do I run away from that? And I guess it's because of feeling like I'm not like my dad, you know? Right. But the truth is I am a man yeah, and I am masculine, but I'm not like my dad. Right. So I don't know. So yeah, pretty personal, but just thought I would, (laughs) you, you wanted to go there. Yeah. I'm glad Um, we did a candid, a candid trail into Tom's mind. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a weird, weird one, but I mean, a uh, weird story, but you know, I don't know I don't if know. I've ever thought about an, being related with, uh, or like have, having, uh, that kind of connection to an animal or at least nothing yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. And no, why well, I hadn't, you know, it, it kind of makes you think of like fight club. I don't know if you've seen that yeah, movie, yeah, but yeah. He, uh, he, I think it's a penguin or something that he identified oh, right. with. Um, just and, slide. And it's, it's, you know, spirit animals is not something I've ever like been interested in like pondering. Um, but I guess it was my little experience where it became like a real, 
uh, something I that you know that got the gears turning and uh, you know, I guess self discovery or something like yeah. that. I don't know, but um, yeah. well, I really you've really sold uh, sensory deprivation tanks to me. <laughs> okay, you should if, try it. If nothing Everyone else. should try it once. Yeah, you know? I would like to get yeah. one for my home. Yeah. Well, that would be sweet. You'd get I, like really, really. You you could yeah. That would be amazing if you could afford one. I mean, well, what do you? Like, I mean, what like, do you think it? What do you think it takes? I well, mean, like, uh, uh, what what do I mean? What do I mean? I mean, um, like, what what uh, kind of supplies? Like, surely you could like make one at home for like under uh under five hundred bucks. Yeah, but see, you need to keep like the water clean, and you have to keep it at a certain temperature, and it's kind of like having a hot tub, I guess. Uh, but but it's not something you get to share with anyone. You know, it's just you. You know, um, huh? Right. <laughs> hot tubs are for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, wait. Uh, could you do it without water? What do you think? Oh well, yeah. I mean, solitude can happen in any form. I mean, you don't have to, it, it's just one, but kind of more, uh, in depth version of solitude, I think, you know, cause you can just go right. in a quiet room and close, close the door and turn off the lights and lay down. <laughs> and right. I mean, you're, you're not too far. I mean, from being in that same position, it's just, um, that you're not really feeling, the being in water, it's like you, you, you're not, uh, there's a point where the water becomes natural to you and you don't feel like you're on anything is that's, Oh, you know. I see. Yeah. And with a bed, you're, you're kind we'll of feel, always conscious yeah. of the, the textures of the sheets and yeah. Or hmm. blankets or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Do you practice solitude? Uh, I don't think I do as much as I should. Yeah, neither neither do I, you know. It's like I think it's beneficial to just sit and be alone. Yeah. I have yeah. done there have been times where I will just uh I mean where I was like regularly spending just having like 10 minutes and like not trying to think about anything in particular or do anything but just just sitting. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's it was it well, only beneficial. Well, yeah, it was it great at first because it's always uh, hard for me. No, I don't think it. I don't think it. Um, I don't think it ever like necessarily feels great as I'm yeah. doing it. But afterward, I feel like exactly. Oh yeah. wow, ten minutes can go by, and I don't have to be hustling and bustling all mm-hmm. the time to make those papes. <laughs> those what papes? Papers? Papes, like um, like money, yeah. Money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, wait. There was something. There was something about that though. Uh, sensory deprivation, solitude, running, 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 running is a is a that's is a, a form of solitude. That's a form, well, yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about that. It to me, solitude is almost like running. Like it's not necessarily comfortable to do mm-hmm. but yeah. after you do it you feel like oh boy i just oh yeah exerted myself that's great my body yeah, feels I, great i'm really not a fan of running though um, I, but i mean people are different you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But I guess, you know, I'm not a fan of like being alone, but I'm a fan of, um, solitude's effects, like in the health that it brings. Yeah. 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 Well, you were, you were about to ask me something. I'm sorry. Uh, um, oh, I think I was going to ask you if you, <clears throat> like if you, if you go for like long bike rides or something like that. Um, not really. Uh, I usually, usually only bike to get places, but I do go and ride my skateboard sometimes just to like ride around the neighborhood or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. but, uh, I mean, I, and one, you know, occasionally I just think of like, wow, it would be cool if I tried to go all the way over there, wherever that is, yeah. you know? So I guess that's kind of like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, kind of just wondering what it'd be like to go that far on a journey, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, Yeah. Uh, oh, I just remembered, uh, I was, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Uh, I'm taking show notes. And I remembered, uh, that I should write down solitude. Yeah. Yeah. Solitude is, this is Tom, we are going deep. Yeah. This is a deep episode of future show. Yeah. I like it. When you interview people, have you ever contemplated doing like, like five sessions and then just posting like the juiciest one, the best ones. Uh, yeah, I have thought about that. Um, but that also requires a lot more work. (laughs) True. Cause you gotta go, you gotta go mining, mining for those gems, which Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe that would be a thing to do. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I want to do that right now. Um, solitude, solitude. Um, what about, uh, getting around as many people as you can? So the opposite, the opposite of solitude, solitude, like social, multitude, social, um, pursuit. Um, yeah, but just like getting, like being around, maybe even like, I guess if, hmm. Well, it's not like being around physically as many people as possible. It's trying to connect with as many people. Yeah. I would assume because it's like you, if you're in a crowd, it's like, it doesn't make a difference past having, you know, a hundred people surround you. Right. Like, right. I mean, it's just, you're in a sea of people who cares. Like there's, it's not going to affect you that there's a person like at the other end of the, uh, um, I'm trying to think of it at the Tame Impala show you know, there's someone at the other end of the, the, the crowd that, yeah. um, is that just arrived. That doesn't change <laughs> your experience. Right, right. Well, maybe it does. You could make the case like the butterfly effect that it does, but, right. um, uh, but it's like for me being, I have a lot of solitude because I work from home. And so for me, that means like, like tonight we're going to go to a show, like mm-hmm. a, you know, music show and, I hope to talk to a lot of people before the show and, and be between bands. Cause I really like meeting people and talking and chatting and yeah, that's the opposite of solitude to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe if you, if one went through their day talking with everyone they could, maybe that could be 
the next, I guess I, 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 I've just discovered it. What we're, what we're mining for here, what we've just found is the next trend that you can, uh, Tom, you can have this idea if you'd like. Uh, we, we birthed it together. Um, but having a place where you charge people, like just like the, the sensory deprivation chamber where you're like all by yourself mm-hmm. and you will um, be, it's a, it's a place where you can go and you can pay $250 an hour and you will be uh, bombarded by lots of people. Like lots of people will just demand your attention. Hmm. Well, don't people get that at work? Uh, some people do. (laughs) Or I mean, or just if you have a family and work, Yeah, but I mean, that's what happens, right? It's different. This is different though, because these are people that you, you haven't yet met. And so you're having to meet all these new people, but they all know your name. Do they get paid to do this? Or are they paying to do this too? Uh, maybe I think you should swing it that way that like everybody's paying here. Yeah. Everybody's paying come, mm-hmm. you know, it's, well, it sounds like a weird social club or something. Yeah. yeah. But there's Except like one, person, maybe not weird. Well, cause there's like, so there's one person who doesn't know anyone and then there's everybody else that knows that person's name, I guess. Oh, maybe you could have the person <laughs> who's paying submit, like a personal dossier or something like that. Like, here's my name. Here's what I do. Here's, here's this my, starting, here are my hobbies. It's starting to sound like the, uh, the Truman show. Like, uh, yeah, it's like pay, a personal pay, Truman show. It's like, uh, pay us a thousand dollars and we'll prepare you a, like a fabricated like experience yeah. <laughs> where yeah. you're surrounded by people that really need to talk to you, but don't, like they know all about you, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. That's weird. But I don't they don't know. actually have anything to say. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. This sounds good. I think that this is a good, <laughs> uh, 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 I think it's a good idea to have your own personal Truman show. Hmm. People are lonely though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, yeah, people will pay to have solitude that like some extravagant solitude. Right. Yeah, but would they, just... would they pay for some extravagant social bombardment? Hmm. Oh yeah. I think there's some people that would be really into that, especially if it in- involves networking of some kind, like, you know, yeah. like, like, like the LinkedIn crowd would be really into this idea. I think, you know, just like a pile <laughs> of LinkedIn. <laughs> it's like tired of LinkedIn being impersonal. Come to our LinkedIn social bombardment, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I would, I would go to that. I mean, like, especially if I, if I had like a, like your first time's free, you know, I'd check that out. <laughs> I'd check it out. Yeah. And then, hmm. yeah, maybe it's only like, uh, it's only 10 bucks if you're one of the people, uh, one of the extras, I guess. Hmm. It sounds like some sort of weird form of theater experimental theater or something like that theater yeah that's like is the whole thing videotaped too and Uh, (laughs) streamed live online it can get ad money if you would like that if you would (laughs) if you would like to do that (laughs) yeah Hmm. yeah um this is great (laughs) 
Uh, and it's well, it's well. Here's another another aspect to it is it's like introvert or extrovert, like depending on your <laughs> your your uh, personal um, alignment, um, it can be a different. It could even cost different amounts. It, there could be this bias mm. or something like if I oh yeah, you know, mm. like maybe introverts have to pay more because Whoa. they're. Um, Cause nobody's going to talk with them. Cause they're more unlikely to do it because they're introverted. So it has to be more extravagant for them. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like it, yeah. I'm trying to think of a, or, or maybe it's free for them. I don't know. Free for introverts. I, I feel no, that seems to like too many extroverts would just be like, yeah, I'm an introvert. Give it to me. Oh, uh, that's true. And then there would have to be some sort of test that you couldn't right, lie. Yeah. Well, like, well um, maybe if you, like the first five minutes is like this probationary period. And so if you spot somebody like the person, the, the star of the show, I guess, uh, talking with a bunch of people and just like going up and meeting everybody that maybe they're like, Bam, no way, man, oh, we're going to charge you a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's yeah. Huh. But I don't know. I was thinking you could just put their head in a little hole that has bees on the other end of it and <laughs> see if they can like stand it or not, or if they get overwhelmed. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, maybe that doesn't make sense. Man, you're overwhelmed. You're totally an extrovert. Yeah. I don't know. Or introvert. Or introvert. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like too many variables or uh, something. I don't know. Hmm. That'd um, be a good test. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> these are strange ideas. I think these we're gonna make a fortune, Tom. <laughs> what would it be called? Uh, let's see. S- flex your social social flex. Social flex. Uh, it's a social so- workout. <gasps> social workout. That's yeah. a great idea because maybe you yeah. feel like oh, I feel really inhibited. Well. Come on down yeah. for our social workout. Like we'll start tr- you off real, real whatever, and we'll create a, a training plan just for you, so that yeah. you can be uh, socializing with the big dogs. This is almost starting to sound like Scientology, though. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because it's like I get pamphlets in the mail from uh, Scientology um, where, they're, where they're like do great in conversation, learn to talk to people. And like, that's kind Wait, of, that's what they, that's the product. Some of the, their pamphlets target people in that way. Yeah. Like, like learn to speak to people, learn to, to do well in conversations and come oh. speak to our auditors and they'll, they'll isn't help that, you out. Uh, isn't that what like Toastmasters is and stuff? And I don't know what that is. To- oh, Toastmasters. It's, a, Toastmasters. it's like an oldish, older, it's a it's a club for people to give speech speeches. Like, I've do never you, heard. Of, do you want to get better at public speaking? Come to Toastmasters. Huh? Never heard of it, but that sounds like a way better version than. I don't think there getting are any, that like, through Scientology. Yeah, I don't think there are any like social uh, or, or not social uh, secret handshakes or. I think that you also don't have to give them all of your money. Mm, I think that's that another helps. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, we could have free speech club. Oh, but we're trying. Oh, I see. No, no, no. Okay, Wait, free right. speech or like a free, like you don't have to pay so yeah. that you can make speeches. The, that's, we'll that's keep ambiguous. the confusion. Yeah, we'll keep the ambiguity. <laughs> It'll help 
It'll help drive sales. It's like people think you're an activist group, but it's like more about learning how to make speeches. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. <laughs> it's like, it'll be great. I thought you were an advocate for free speech in America. Nope. We just don't charge people yeah. so they can make speeches. Do you want to give a speech? I think that it would inevitably, there would be a lot of speeches about uh, uh, so like speaking out, like advocating for things or whatever, like. I'm sick of all the whales. They're taking up the ocean, you know? Yeah, it is a problem. Yeah. Those whales. Those whales. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, boy, this is, uh, this is great. Um, I think that's about all the time we have for today, for this, or for Aww. this episode. Um, See, my wolf story ate up all that you wanted to open those can that can of wolf. I am so glad that we did. We got <clears throat> look at we we went into a, a sensory deprivation tank that led to uh, <laughs> oh, which was actually a high performance vision quest. That was great, a great discovery. Like oh wow, mm -hmm. I can save like I mean, how long does a vision quest take? Like two weeks or something? I don't. What is that? <laughs> oh, Vision Quest. It's where you, you go out into the desert and you don't eat food and you meet your your uh, spirit animal, I think. I think you meet your spirit animal. Really? And uh, I've, never, and I've never heard of this. And your spirit animal tells you your profession. Oh. It's how you become a man. Hmm. Like that episode of The Simpsons where like Homer just, yes, yeah. eats the hot pepper and yeah. eats the fox. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And you can find out like, oh, I'm a, I'm a shoemaker or something like that. Hmm. Like that's going to be my profession. Okay. I like making shoes. That's, it's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Hey, you could save a lot of time if you just have your friend give you a, a gift certificate to a sensory deprivation, dep deprivation tank. Mm -hmm. For your birthday. Yeah. For your birthday. Happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> Wait, when is your birthday? No, you don't have to say. Yeah, October. I, oh, phew. okay. I didn't say right. the day. Yeah. The Nobody month. knows. No Nobody one knows. Um, cool. That's cool, personal. Cool. Yeah, that's a personal thing. You have to be friends <laughs> on Facebook to know that. It's the same day as Tom York's. <laughs> uh, Tom, are you really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. And John Mellencamp. Whoa. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool man that's that's uh, uh i guess two what <laughs> what's uh what's that song um i don't know any john mellencamp songs he did that one song it's uh <laughs> this is a story about jack and diane uh, mm. two something kids growing up in the heartland oh yeah yeah like, okay all right, that's fine. Uh, the, my that's only fine. memory of John Mellencamp is that was the times on M when I would be watching MTV that I would change the channel <laughs> when okay. the John Mellencamp video came on. Yeah, yeah. Was it that song? Might have been. Yeah, but I didn't listen long enough. <clears throat> you know, there's to something know catchy now. about that song. There's something that uh, like it's kind of a depressing. Just it, it is just a depressing song. But there's also something catchy, and, like it's a good hook. Uh, oh, yeah. I won't, I won't, uh, I won't sing it. I don't want to get that hook 
in your head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my service to you today. Yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, great. Tom, thanks for your time. Thanks for being yeah. on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. It's fun. I've never been on a podcast. Oh, this is it? This is, this is your, the first time. your world debut mm-hmm. on podcastdom? Yep. It is. Well, I hope it's not the last. Yeah, me too. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to just t- talk. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy. It's easy to crank these things out, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Do you want me to say bye? Uh, that'll do. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, you can say bye. Sure. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, everyone. That is it for this episode of Future Show. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Tom, for being my guest. You guys can find him over on Twitter.com at TomThinks. Hey there, Future Showers. Thanks, you guys, for all the tweets you've been tweet, tweet, tweeting to at Future Show Show, two shows. We over here at the on the Future Show team love reading your tweets to each other in a circle at the round table. You can check out past episodes over at futureshowpodcast.com or on iTunes and other popular podcast platforms. I would love it if you would leave a review and boost the listenership and share the show with the world. And just remember, the future can happen at any moment.